Ephesians chapter 4, verses 8 through 12. This tells us about the establishment of the New Testament church after the resurrection of Jesus into heaven. Verse 8. Wherefore he, Jesus, saith, when he ascended up on high, he led captivity captive and gave gifts unto men. And he gave some apostles, multiple apostles, not just one, some apostles, some prophets, multiple prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers, for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. When I ask God to teach me what the New Testament apostles do today, he took me to Acts chapter 15. A problem arose in the early church. The Jews, who were now Christians, asked, Do the Gentiles have to be circumcised? Do they have to follow the law of Moses? They thought so. The apostles and elders met in Jerusalem to settle the doctrine of the New Testament church on this question. Here's what we read in Acts 15, verse 1. And certain men which came down from Judea taught the brethren and said, Except ye be circumcised after the manner of Moses, ye cannot be saved. When therefore Paul and Barnabas had no small dissension and disputation with them, they determined that Paul and Barnabas and certain others of them should go up to Jerusalem unto the apostles and elders about this question. And being brought on their way by the church, they passed through Phineas and Samaria, declaring the conversion of the Gentiles. And they caused great joy unto all the brethren. And when they were come to Jerusalem, they were received of the church and of the apostles and elders, and they declared all things that God had done with them. But there rose up certain of the sect of the Pharisees, which believed, saying that it was needful to circumcise the Gentiles to command him to keep the law of Moses. And the apostles and elders came together to consider this matter. And when there had been much disputing, Peter rose up and said unto them, Men and brethren, ye know how that a good while ago God made choice among us, that the Gentiles by my mouth should hear the word of the gospel and believe. And God, which knoweth the hearts, bear them witness with the Holy Ghost, even as he did unto us, and put no difference between us and them purifying their hearts by faith. 
Now, therefore, why tempt ye God to put a yoke upon the neck of the Gentiles, which neither our fathers nor we were able to bear? But we believe through the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ we shall be saved even as they. Then all the multitude kept silence and gave audience to Barnabas and Paul, declaring what miracles and wonders God had wrought among the Gentiles by them. And after they held their peace, James answered, saying, Men and brethren, hearken unto me. God showed me it was sort of like the Supreme Court of the United States who comes to gather to make rulings for the land. These apostles came together and the church doctrine of the New Testament was established by God through the Holy Spirit by the apostles and we have the New Testament Bible today showing us what to do. The problem is we've reached the end times just before Jesus returns. There was going to be an apostasy, a falling away in the church. It wasn't people leaving the churches. It was the churches leaving various doctrines because they weren't popular. They changed the doctrines. They changed the doctrines on homosexuals and lesbians so that they would feel approved in being homosexuals and lesbians when it tells us in Romans chapter 1 that God turned them over to vile affections. And that's why they're homosexuals and lesbians. You can read that in Romans 1. They changed the doctrines on divorce and remarriage. God said in Matthew 5.32, The man who marries a divorced woman commits adultery. They eliminated that from the doctrines of the church. They changed the doctrines on women, allowing them to remarry after divorce, saying, oh, God wants you to be happy. Of course you can remarry. My sister's remarried. Jesus said the man who marries a divorced woman commits adultery. And in Mark chapter 10, Jesus says, at verse 11, Whosoever shall put away his wife, divorce his wife, and marry another, committeth adultery against her. And if a woman shall put away her husband, divorce her husband, and be married to another, she committeth adultery. They eliminated those scriptures because they would offend people. There was a time I went to a dinner at Texas Tech University. They had assigned seatings, and I was seated next to a man 
who was wearing around his neck a wooden cross. It had to be at least nine inches long. It was the longest cross, the biggest cross I've ever seen anybody wear. He began talking to the people at our table, and he identified himself as the former pastor of Indiana Street Baptist Church in Lubbock. And he said, oh, we have such a problem at the church. Everybody stopped eating and looked up, wanting to know what the problem was. He said, we have built onto the church three times and we just can't seat all the people who want to come to church. And I said, well, if you would teach what Jesus says in the Bible about marriage and divorce and remarriage, you wouldn't have any problem because Jesus said, whosoever shall put away his wife and marry another committeth adultery against her, and a woman that shall put away her husband and be married to another, she committeth adultery. If you taught that, about half of the people sitting there would get up and leave you because they've done this, and they want to be approved in leading lives of adultery without repentance. He was just shocked. I fled. I didn't stay for the dinner. There was no way I was going to sit by this man and eat. Apostles try to turn individuals to doctrine of the Bible. They had doctrine of the New Testament Bible. The apostles set up the churches after the crucifixion. And in the past 2,000 years, people have set up denominations to get people to follow them in their doctrines. Doctrines which are opposite to the instruction of the New Testament Bible. And they flock to these churches in huge numbers because these churches approve them in their sin and make them feel approved. Instead of preaching, the man who marries a divorced woman commits adultery. They tell him it's fine to marry a divorced woman. God forgives her. God forgives you. They do not bring repentance because they don't teach about sin, but they have huge numbers of people from the world who come to their churches wanting to be approved in their sins. This is where apostles enter in today, for they will tell you what the New Testament Bible says to try to turn you back to the Word of God. By Acts 15, God showed me apostles in the church and the work of the New Testament apostles in the church who have a special ordination from God to deal with Scripture and church 
doctrines. Today, the falling away spoken of by Paul that must occur before Jesus can return has happened in many churches where those churches have fallen away from scriptures and have set up doctrines contrary to Bible. 2 Thessalonians 2, verses 3 through 12. Paul says in verse 3, Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day of the Lord shall not come. The return of Jesus won't come, except there come a falling away first, and it will be in the churches, and that man of sin be revealed, Antichrist the son of perdition. Antichrist is not one person. Antichrist is a spirit in many people. And in 1982, God said to me, the falling away are not people leaving the churches. The falling away are the churches leaving the scripture and setting up other doctrines. The spirit of Antichrist lives in preachers and individuals who opposeth and exalteth himself above all that is called God or that is worshipped, so that he as God sitteth in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. He shows himself to other people as being God. I used to play bridge when I lived in Lubbock, Texas. I went into the bridge center one day. A woman named Frances was talking to people at the table by the director. And she said, Joel Osteen is God. I was shocked. I went back there, and Betty, the director, the granddaughter of a Baptist preacher, was saying, Joel Osteen is not God. And I jumped into the conversation and said the same thing. Joel Osteen is not God. But he was setting himself up in front of the people as God. And they were worshiping him. Happens all the time. I've seen it at churches everywhere I've been where preachers are telling the people what they want to hear and the people worship the preacher. That is the spirit of Antichrist. You can read about the spirit of Antichrist if you will go to 1 John chapter 4. John warns us, Beloved, believe not every spirit. Spirits bring ideas to our minds. Sometimes it's the Holy Spirit. That's of God. Sometimes it's the spirit of a devil bringing the idea to our mind. Sometimes it's our own spirit. He tells us, try the spirits, whether they are of God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. 
that spirit that is Antichrist will bring you false information and cause you to become very afraid of what's going to happen to you in the future. Hereby know ye the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesseth that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is of God. And every spirit that confesses not that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh, this is that spirit of Antichrist. Spirit of Antichrist. Not a flesh and blood man, it's a spirit in a flesh and blood man, just like the devil is a spirit in flesh and blood man. Whereof ye have heard that it should come, and even now already it is in the world. John testified in 1 John chapter 2, verse 18, to his own church group when he lived on the earth right after the crucifixion of Jesus. 1 John chapter 2, verse 18, John said, Little children, it is the last time. He's telling them after the resurrection of Jesus, the last time began after the resurrection of Jesus. It's been going on for 2,000 years on this earth. It just gets worse and worse and worse. And as ye have heard that Antichrist shall come, even now there are many Antichrists, whereby we know it is the last time. These people that have that spirit of Antichrist in them were coming to the church where John was and trying to bring false doctrine, but when the, he wouldn't let them bring it in, they left that church. They went out from us, but they were not of us. For if they had been of us, they would no doubt have continued with us. But they went out that they might be made manifest that they were not all of us. So Antichrist has been there since the resurrection of Jesus in the form of a spirit speaking false doctrine to those who would listen. When Jesus returns, he will destroy Antichrist churches, for they have set aside his word to go in another way teaching opposite doctrines. They receive not the love of the truth that they might be saved. They didn't love the Holy Bible. They set up other ways to be religious without doing the scriptures. And for this cause God shall send them strong delusion that they should believe a lie, that it, they all might be damned who believed not the truth of the Bible, but had pleasure 
in unrighteousness. It's a spirit, religious spirit, opposite to the Word of God in the churches. Thank you for allowing me to share with you today.